Don't fake it, just bust a move. This joint is gonna get you in the mood. Yo! It's a koi pond. I'm, uh, I'm sitting here with Dre. No chase today. No chase. It's so crazy because uh, uh, Chase decided to fire himself. It's the weirdest thing, man. Is that in your culture? I think so. That's in your culture? Because he's only half. He's only half black. Yeah, but I think that that, that in your culture you you find yourselves <laughs> you find yourselves firing yourselves sometimes. Well, I think the thing is we're always teetering <laughs> on the job ending. Yeah, you think you think about quitting anyways. <laughs> yeah. So, so you just take it upon yourself sometimes. and just fire yourself. Just fire yourself. It's better than quitting. It's we're not qu- we're not quitters. No, you're not. No. You're self-firers. Self-firers. Is that even a word? I don't think so. I don't think but so. But it is today. Today it is. And I, you know, I was I was worried because I was like, oh, Chase isn't here. I, this is going to feed into a, kind of a rumor that, you know, you only keep one black guy around at a time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is that, that's not a rumor, is it? Is that the rumor that's online right now? It is spreading a little bit, yeah. I, uh, yeah I, I'm yeah, trying, yeah. trying to dampen it down a little bit and. And tell everybody that I fired myself, but I've been telling everybody, everybody I know. I'm I'm always like, yeah, Dre just left one day and then blamed it on us. I go, I don't, I didn't understand what was going on, and they're like, really? I go, yeah. I go, did you notice that the last episode he was on, he was like, see you next week. Yeah, he literally (laughs) said that at the end of the show. He went, hey guys, this was so much fun, and I can't wait to see you guys next week. Right, and then he never showed up again for a month. Right. I just like how Kalen didn't even notice. Kalen didn't even know you were. He never knew you were on the show in the first place. <laughs> huh, Kalen? It was a surprise to me. <laughs> he thought you were the new guy. The, the new guy. I've been the he new thought guy that was your character. Year. He was like, whoa, self firing guy. That's a cool character, Joe. <laughs> Hi, Kalen. Hey, Joe. How you doing, man? I'm good, man. Yeah. I told the world today, are you going to make something happen mm-hmm. today, mm-hmm. or are you going to wait for tomorrow again? Yeah, right? Put it off. The procrastination. The procrastination. Yeah. We should make shirts. Are you a procrastinator? Are you? It's easy to do. It's easy so to get in easy, that loop. Man. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It's hard. You know, if you just do, let's just say, I'm just going to make up a number because I don't do it, but I'm just saying, if you do 20 push-ups... Every hour on the hour, right. you can be a fit motherfucker, yeah, man. Right. You really are. You don't need to go to the health club. You don't need to get a trainer. And that's a reasonable number. That's so easy. 20. 20 push-ups. I didn't know how hard 20 push-ups was until I saw my son do 20 push-ups <laughs> with his brand new muscles. You know, 15-year-old muscles are brand new. Well, he's been working at it for a minute, though. I, mean, I, I No, he's up to 20 now. Wow. But I'm just saying, I remember he struggled at five. Yeah. Because his pecs were like, what the fuck are you doing, bro? <laughs> just eat candy. Yeah, That's what his chest was saying. We're Takis and Hot Cheetos over yeah, here. What what are you do you doing? <laughs> yeah, we're Takis, bro. What are you doing? Are you trying to push a car? Right? Yeah. 20 push-ups a day. No, 20 push-ups an hour. Every hour on the hour for eight hours. I swear to God, you will be a fit dude. 
It's hard to do, though. It's so hard. That's what I'm saying. Why is that? Because eating a bowl of cereal is so much more rewarding and fun. That is true. It's instant. That is true. You don't see the results in 20 push-ups every hour on the hour for eight hours. You don't see anything. All you do is become more tired and your chest hurts for a week. I once told myself, I was like, every commercial break, I'm going to do... 10 push-ups. 10 push-ups. I used to do that, too. Not yeah. 10, but I used to be like, just break well, down and do whatever. some push-ups. Yeah, yeah. It, last, it lasted half of Cosby episode. It, <laughs> <laughs> it, lasted, it lasted one commercial break. <laughs> yeah. It lasted that commercial break, and you said to yourself, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> yeah. Next thing you know, you're at a different world. <laughs> right. Right? Yeah. You're at a, this is a horrible reference. You gotta be in your forties to know got, this. I don't even know how I got there, but no one understands how great those shows were. And now, look, they're both. I, I, I'm not even talking about different world. I'm talking about Roseanne and, and Cosby. Yeah. It's so crazy. Yeah. It, like those two in the '80s were like, who's going to be the the king of late night? Uh, the, the king of TV right. primetime. I mean, and uh, and now they're like, who can go away the worst? <laughs> right. Who can go the absolute worst way out? Roseanne was like, no, hold on. I got this. Like, she was like, Bill, you think that's crazy? Watch this. And Bill's like, thank you. Good night. Phenomenal. Watch this, Bill. You're not going to beat me again. <laughs> Oh, dolls, Rosie, watch this. You're not going to believe this. No, you're not. Watch this. I will go out with the bang like I did last time. Why is your Cosby morphing into Dudley Moore? Ooh, what a... Yo, you guess what, Kalen? Guess what I found out with Dre is he's no longer self-firing man. Oh, he's oh, yeah. old reference man. <laughs> he's trying to keep the demo in its late sixties. I haven't gotten any of these references. Yeah, so of course yeah. not. You don't even know what the fuck that is. No idea what you're talking Only about. Only Dre knows. Really? No. Arthur? Classic. Of course. 1981. 82. Yeah, that was a long time ago. Liza Minnelli, co-star, bro. Yeah. I'm I mean, sure. yo. Amazing movie. One of my favorite. Dudley Moore was amazing, bro. Why hasn't he put out a movie? Is there something wrong with it, Kaylin? Can you find out? Sure. Like, I'd really Dudley like to Moore. Fi- No, I'd really like to find out. That guy was phenomenal, right. man. Right. He should have owned the 80s. Then all of a sudden, it just stopped. It was like Arthur 2. Done. Yeah. He uh, he, he died in 2002. <gasps> he what? died. In 2002. 2002? But he, his last movie was what, Kaylin? <laughs> we are really bad, bro. That was 16 <laughs> years ago. <laughs> But go ahead. Uh, looks like uh, his last work was uh, he did a, a video called "The Mighty Kong." Uh, and before what? that, he was on a TV series documentary called "Really Wild Animals." Nope, I'm talking like yeah. major movie. Like, what? what was his major last major movie? It had to been Arthur. It was a lot of series. He did a lot of series. Uh, well, he did Arthur two. That was his last major movie. Yeah. See, so year, I don't get what that. year was that? That was in eighty uh, eight. 88. Yeah. Wow. So 1988 was Arthur 2. That was good, dude. I love yeah. that movie. Yeah. But what happened? Because 90, what happened? 88, he must have got sick. Something. Because then he, well, he goes, 
almost 20 years and not do another movie? Right. Like, what? Did he piss off an executive or something? What up, Chris? Like, what happened? And then he's doing the Mighty Kong? I don't even know what that is. What is that? No one knows. Yeah. No one knows what Mighty Kong is. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, he started to get a lot of health troubles in 97. Oh, okay. so he was probably unhealthy at 88. Oh, right. I, I, those guys were amazing. Those actors were amazing. What right. were they? Who were they? Were they aliens? That was a whole other... They don't act like that anymore. There's yeah. some great ones. But, yo, the Dudley Moores and the Billy Crystals? Yeah. The, that could do anything? Well, and the, the Gregory Hines? And the commitment to the characters. You know what I mean? Like, Or not even commit to the character. Just be themselves and it'd be so good. Yeah. Eddie Murphy was just himself at everything. Right. I'm acting like Eddie Murphy ain't around anymore, but I'm saying that that time period, yeah. that's all the 80s produced were actors like that. It was just like, whoa, these guys are phenomenal, all of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. You ever hear the John sto- Candy? You ever the story about the Beverly Hills Cop script? No. Okay, so I, I, I don't remember it word for word, but I think it got wet or the pages started sticking together or something, so, yeah. so Eddie couldn't memorize I'm kind of paraphrasing the story, but you can memorize the line. He's paraphrasing a word like so he just uh, started, making up. Are you making up this story? It's similar to it's making up. Because you know I do it all the time. It's, I do it all the time. Go ahead. I always, you know me, I yeah. soup up a story quick. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. But so he, he was. So he so he improved a majority of that movie. No way. Yeah. One, number one. Yeah, the one. That was Beverly the best Hills one, though. Yeah. Now that you say it, it kind of feels like a Makes lot sense, of that right? was improvised. Yeah. Yeah. Like the banana in the tailpipe. Yeah. <laughs> or here, just take the banana. Damon Wayne killed that movie. He, that was a scene stealer right there. For everyone listening, we are going to come up to date. Probably in no, a, no, in no. The, in I think everyone knows Beverly Hills Cop. I think you're working your way out. We're working our way out. You're going yeah. through the Wait till we start talking about coming to America. <laughs> yeah. Anyone that doesn't know coming to America should shoot themselves. I think I've said this before on my show. Yeah. If you're listening right now... Go to if you have Amazon Prime, if you have go to Target. Everyone should you if you have kids, you need to show them coming to America. Sit them down. Sit them down and show them what America cinema is all about. Right. I'm surprised they haven't I, I'm surprised they haven't made more movies like that. Like they, that was the blueprint for a perfect movie. Right. Am I right? Yeah. It was the blueprint of a perfect movie. Like it was like so eighties. It was so like well written. The yeah. characters were just so amazing. Like, right. I don't get it, man. How how is there not another movie like that <laughs> after all these years? And I I'm hoping that something happens and they don't make Coming to America too. Oh really? I oh yeah. You, I don't, don't want to see that. I, do you? I mean, I I, I, there, I there do because I'm old. There, I do because I'm old. I want to see it. You want you want to see if it compares? Hey, look, I wanted to see Michael Jordan come and play for the Wizards. That's how that's how bad I am. I, know, I just right. want to see it come back. <laughs> I wanted to see it come back. Right. And it, it, it broke my heart when he when the rim checked him on a dunk on a fast break. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. And that, yeah. And that was a, a Jordan highlight on SportsCenter. I was like, <gasps> what is going on with my with my. With my uh, hero right now, yeah. Why, he he's always supposed to be able to dunk. Right. His legs gave out. He he yes. mistimed the jump. Yes. Oh. No legs gave out. Legs you gave had it right out the first time. <laughs> Why? You know what I don't understand is Jordan started getting old around what thirty seven. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Thirty seven. It started to show. Right. Yeah. 
not really, but he had to change his game and all that. Right. More outside, more of a post-up guy. Mm-hmm. And at 37 from the time he came into the league, he came into the league at what, 23? I think 22. Yeah, 23. Yeah, 23 because he did did four. No, he did three years, right? Three. He did three years. So he was like 22, right? Um, LeBron has been playing since he was 17. (laughs) Right. Like, can anyone, like, fathom that? Can anyone understand that? So that's, uh, what, 16 years? 16 years in the league? 16? Yeah. Kalen, how old is LeBron? I think he's 33. Is he? He, bro, his half his life he's been playing in the NBA. The first half he was just trying to grow up. And he's better now than he ever was. Ever was. He scored 51 points, bro. Yeah, he's 33. Can anyone fathom that? It's, it's amazing. He also spends $1.2 million a year on his body. Does he really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't which know is that. A, which is a game changer. You know what I mean? Like, wow, that dude played all forty eight minutes of Game Seven. Yeah, Boston. can you believe that? No, all forty eight. <laughs> and and uh, one of the uh, Boston players, I, I can't remember his name right offhand. Doesn't matter. He yeah. tried to like horse collar him, and he still <laughs> made that. He still made it. horse collar him, flagrant foul. Went from a he switched it too because I think he was going for the dunk mm-hmm. and then he switched it to a layup but then he was getting pulled backwards and the ball still went in, yo. And by the way, I see you're a Golden State fan and I get it because your your daughter is in love with Steph, <laughs> so you're just following your daughter's lead and that's fine. You're allowed to do that. I actually like Golden State. I actually like the way they play. Yeah, they're a throwback, right? That's that Steve Kerr. Uh yeah, they, I mean but the, the and, ball movement. I like the ball movement and and sharing the ball. I kind of like that. Oh, that thanks, stuff. thanks, Coach Dean. No problem, <laughs> Coach Dean Smith over here. <laughs> okay, anyway, to your point. Um, no, I like their chemistry though. I love how they just know where Steph is and they, yeah. like they know that that's his shot, or I know that they know where Clay is. It's crazy. Yeah, it, they it, hit so many broken play three pointers. Like the play will be busted, and they'll get a three pointer. Yeah, it's out nuts. of it because they know where each other are. Steph needs to be wide open. Well, not wide open, but you know what I'm saying. He 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 makes he can make those hard threes, mm-hmm. but usually he can do it with with his eyes closed when no one's in front of him, which he does a lot. He'll he'll come off a screen or he'll pump fake or something, right? KD don't give a fuck who's in front of him. You can put a pine tree in front of that asshole, and like it's and it just and sw- I can't even say swish. I don't even think I don't even think the ball touches the net. It's right. so perfect. Right? Who is he? It's a- who is Kevin Gar- uh, Durant? Who? First of all, what people forget you forget he's, he's seven, six feet, o- seven oh, feet. I thought tall. he was six eleven. He's seven foot. Huh? Yeah. Dribbling. Right. Between the legs, spinning. You remember when seven footers couldn't even move? You had like yeah, Alton Lister guys like oh, that. Oh, it was so bad. <laughs> or when you see, well, Hakeem Olajuwon could. Yeah, he was. He was. Dope. He was like one of the first. But he was like that a was post. Up, he was a post up mobile. But off the dribble, I think it was like the first cleanest one was Shaq, and I think we were yeah. all surprised that he could take it the length of the court. Right. You know. Yeah. 
But like when you saw like Outlister or any of those cats, you're like, what the fuck? Are, what are you like a pitcher that doesn't know how to bat? You know when pitchers come up to bat, they're right. just like, what is this? Right. What do I do? The helmet's like it's like an extra small helmet. It's like the helmet that they serve ice cream in. You know what I'm talking about? Like the pitcher looks like an idiot. Like who's this asshole? Right. But then you get people like Kershaw that knows how to hit, you know? It's crazy. Yeah. Because back then they didn't know. It's like you play that position, you're like, that's well, your that's, position. What's funny about that is that is that these guys played baseball as kids. Yeah. And I'm sure they didn't, they they had to hit. Yeah, right? Well, that's what's so it, weird. How is it when they get What to happened? The... But then again, see, Dre, you're acting like everyone was at your level at baseball. We're talking about Kershaw. We're talking about Randy Johnson. No, no, I get it. That dude was throwing 100 miles per hour at the age of 14. They were like, okay, uh, Randy, just sit this one out. (laughs) Got you. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, we're going to stick Hofin Park in. (laughs) Little little Korean kid eating ice cream on the bench. We'll send him in. If they they hit him with a ball, fuck it. Right. Right. (laughs) But Hofin Park started playing for the Angels. Right. I just made that up. Yeah. It sounded believable. It was convincing. Right? Yeah. Yo, guess what I watched the other day? I'm sorry to switch gears again. No, it's all good. Um, <laughs> I might get to my show. Oh, good. anyways, who do, you think, who do you think LeBron's best player in the game, or do you think uh, Durant is? That's a tough one. LeBron. Why? You know goddamn well Kevin Durant is way more versatile, and he's got, and he's got two championship rings. One. He has two? I thought he had two. No, he has one. He has one. Oh, one. That's right. That's right. He, he. That's right. He wasn't part of the team when they won the first time. Uh, LeBron is just dominating, man. Nah, He's just dominating. He is dominating. He is. I, I think Kevin Durant is the best player in the game, man. Hands. LeBron. LeBron's a better passer. You don't need to pass, but you can shoot dimes in front of trees. You are. <laughs> you are the person they pass to. And he's car- he's carrying the Cavs right now. He's carrying those 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 uh, warriors. No. He's carrying those warriors. I, I He's agree. carrying those I warriors. I can't agree with if you, If it sir. wasn't for KD, no one would have an open shot. Clay and <laughs> Steph can't. have open shots because KD's right there. They were in the finals with pretty much the same team without him. Nope. No, you're right. You're you're 100 <laughs> right. I, I that game that KD has. Oh yeah, sick. It's sick, bro. Yeah. yeah. It's sick. Yo, yeah, yeah, I bet you're right. He's carrying a team. I mean, J.R. Smith fucking ran the ball out. You know what I hate is when you just don't own up to it. Right. Yeah, we got we got 95 red cameras on you that pick up lint uh-huh. on your shoulder blade. And you which means we can see everything right now, J.R. You can't just say I made a mistake. Just don't. That's not what it looked like, bro. I when s- you rebound that emotion. Amazing rebound. That's that was a prayer rebound. Absolutely, absolutely. And then what happened? Why did you dribble out, bro? You're J.R. Smith. You jump right back up. That's what every guard. Do- that's what every basketball player does when there's only six seconds left. You jump back up and try and get the ball back in. Okay, so George Hill is at the line, correct? George yes. Hill shooting free throws. Yes. What is J.R. Smith thinking before the free throw goes out? I don't know because he wasn't even looking at the rim. Did you notice that? Did you notice that? Yeah, he was looking at Hill. Right. I think he was. I thought. I don't know what he was thinking. It was the weirdest thing. I think he. I, okay. This is my honest opinion. 
He wasn't looking at the rim when George Hill was squaring up, right? I think JR thought that he was going to make the shot and they were going to call a timeout. Right. Honestly. Okay. That's what his body looked like to me. Okay. He didn't look like a guy that's like, I'm ready for this rebound. Am I right? I I I just think he thought they were up, right? No. Oh, he no. thought they were up with the... Think- uh, Chris, turn your microphone off. <laughs> uh, hey, guys, miss he- you. <laughs> I miss you, too. <laughs> uh, that was Chris Loxamana. Um JR was not ready for that. He, he I the way he was looking at Hill cuz his his shoulders were not even towards the rim. Mm-hmm. Then the shot goes off, then he turns, which is already weird cuz you should have been like already ready and fighting for position, right? right. I think he assumed that they were going to make the shot and they were just going to call timeout when they take it out of bounds, right? Right. That's what I thought. Then the ball popped out, landed long, in his hand. A very long rebound, yeah. He snags it. Oh shit. No, I think he thought the same thing, that they were going to call timeout because they were up. I think he thought in their head that they were up by one. Get it? So who was going to call timeout? That Cleveland was going to call timeout? No, when when, when, he got the when ball? Hill was going to shoot, right. he thought they were going to call timeout because he thought that they were up by one. In his head, they already made he made the shot. Get okay. it? Got it. You get what I'm saying, right? No. Like, his body language was looking at Hill. Because you wouldn't. Because he thought in his head, Hill's got this shot. He's going to make the shot, and they're going to call timeout. That Get goal, it? He's Golden already. State, Golden State's going to call timeout. Yes, because he's already in his. You know what I mean? He's already in his head that they made the shot. He hasn't made the shot yet. Get it? Yeah. No, so no, then no, he yeah. shoots it, and it bounces off, and he's like, oh, fuck. But in his head, he's like, they're going to call timeout because he's going to make the shot. He already thought that they were up by one. That, he said he was waiting for somebody to call timeout. Yeah. Who? He thought Golden Was he waiting for? No, I'm telling you right now. No, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, he he already told himself that they made the shot. He tricked himself. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I'm just I'm commenting on his statement. So who were you waiting on to call timeout? I, I did see LeBron was trying no, to give no, it to No, LeBron was calling timeout because he's like, you fucking idiot. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> That's why he's the best player in the game, man. That guy knows every play that happens. If you ask him what happened at, at 14 minutes or, or you know, into the game or whatever it is, yeah. what, what happened at, at minute one, he'll oh, call those plays. He's got out-of-this-world IQ, man. Sick. He's sick, bro. Yeah. Anyways, I, we, I don't think our, our listeners want to listen about playoffs, man. Right. Let, let's talk about something else. What was I talking about? Uh, oh, make things happen, or are you going to wait till tomorrow? Procrastinate. Procrastinate. Um. Oh, I was just going to say, Joe, that what? on that making shit happen, not progress, procrastinating yeah. for a long time now, I've been wanting to get up on stage. Oh, that's do right. A little, do a little comedy. That, that Well, don't say little comedy. You're going to do some comedy. I'm going to do some comedy. Yeah. And uh, this Saturday, I am going to You be, are going up. Yeah. Look at Chris Loxamana. He's like, what? <laughs> you should have seen. I wish we had a camera on Chris's. What is going on? Chris's look. He literally was like, what a deer. Sees a car coming. <laughs> That's what Chris. Chris had his whole head turned at Kalen and just had a look like, huh? Right. Like a semi was coming right for his skull. I didn't. I, yeah, I don't even know what just happened. I just blacked out for a second. Bro, when you're gone for one show, this is what happens. Kalen wants to go up, and he said he's been writing stuff down, and he's going to go up. This is what this is what I'm talking about, man. This is what I love about this show. Yeah. I love it, man. That's what I'm talking about. Thank you. That takes the biggest balls in the world, bro. I'm very nervous. <laughs> you should, and I want you to be. <laughs> yeah. I want you to be prepared to fucking bomb. Oh, yeah. 
And I'm not trying to be funny right now. No, I know. That's prepare. That's prepare to not, not hear any fucking laughter. Because that's what's going to happen. Whatever's in your head, that, that like, because when you write a joke, you're already thinking, they're going to laugh here. They're not. You know why? Because you don't know how to deliver a joke yet. You don't know how to write a joke yet. You don't know how to read an audience. You don't know how to, any of that shit. And that's what happens when you first go up. It's, it's yeah. the most amazing, it's the most, the most amazing form of entertainment, man. I can't explain what stand-up is, man. But there's a reason why everyone fears it. Because of those elements right there. Who wants to put themselves in that situation? Nobody. Firefighters don't want to put themselves in this situation. Right, right. A firefighter would rather look at a, at a, at a burning house and go, <laughs> who's I'm, in there? I'll go I'm, get them. I'm em. going in. I'm going in. Then stand up on a stage for five minutes. Two minutes. Yeah. He, he'll be and like, it's not like you're doing regular public speaking where you're just spitting facts, right? No. And, and, and so they can't dispute your facts. Nope. But comedy is subjective. So you don't know what people are going to find Beautifully. This is why I love you on the show. Thank you, John. This is exactly why I love Dre on the show. Those are the words exactly. I say it. I say it the worst way possible, which is still the right way. (laughs) But then you find the right way to say it correctly. Did I really just regurgitate exactly what you said? No. you, you You said it the best way that you could say it. It is subjective. Because that's how I make myself look smart, by the way. <laughs> no, you're smart say, because you're and smart. Then I just, and then I just rephrase no, it. No, 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 no. no, no. That's not what you did. You, you're smart because you're fucking smart. I've always said that about you. It, it's like you, you know exactly what to say. That is so true. It is subjective. Yeah. That's what's hard about the – you mean to say you're going to go into a room filled with people you've never met before <laughs> – and you know how many personalities are sitting there? And on top of those personalities, they're drinking. So now they have their alter ego out. And for some reason, in your head, you're like, I'm going to convince them that this is funny. Right. But it's subjective. Not everybody likes country. Not everybody likes rap. It's the same thing. Mm-hmm. you got to convince them. And you can. Right. You know what I mean? You don't think 50 Cent can walk into a country club and get them to start throwing their hands up? Like, honestly. Yeah. I mean, you yeah, could. You yeah. could. He could. He's, I mean, he's, yeah. Even though it's subjective, you could. If you sold it, which he can, mm-hmm. he's that kind of a personality. Right. He could sell it. I, I mean, this is a stupid saw, comparison, no, no. but you know what I'm getting at. I saw a video on Instagram yesterday of 50 Cent. It's funny that you mentioned that. Uh, and John Travolta on stage together. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. And killing it, right? Killing it. Because it's how you sell it. It's it's your delivery. It's your persona. It's it's all those other elements, which you'll learn later. You know what I mean? I'm not yeah. trying to discourage you. I'm trying to prepare you. You know what I mean? No, I like you it. can prepare a soldier for war. This is another bad comparison to all my servicemen protecting and serving this country, right. man. Right. Uh, no disrespect, but what I'm saying is, you can prepare them all day until you put them out in the field, <laughs> and and that's another element that they got to figure out on their own. You yeah. know. Well, they, I, I, it is. I mean, it is a good comparison, actually, because they have to go in knowing what the possibilities are. Yes, they yes, have, they have to know that. Yeah, that's right. Because if, yeah. if you don't know, if you don't have, if you're a soldier going into war, yeah. and don't know the possibility, there's a possibility you might not make it home. Yeah, then you're you're probably more likely to do something stupid. Yeah, exactly. Do you, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, totally. And I don't know that from experience. I'm just, I, I'm just. Yeah, that's just what I. Yeah, no, you know, one hundred. Is this the info? Is this the advice you'd be giving yourself, Joe? 
as a young comedian, like you, you peer, you go back in time and you see young. No, Joe. I already, I'll already tell you who I heard it from. I heard it from Eddie Murphy, and I don't know if I read it or if I I saw it. But I was such an Eddie Murphy fan. Like it, it was like I would look for articles, and back then you had to literally look for articles. So it was yeah. like if I saw a magazine, I would buy it. Mm-hmm. Anything with Eddie on it, which was every magazine back then. Uh, any interview, if I if I heard about, I, I'd watch it. But uh, I remember him saying that he bombed like this first five times. I forgot what interview it was, but he said I bombed my first five times. And then I think he said his sixth time he finally got like a chuckle or something. Right. Right. And he was like, "Oh, okay, now I'm on to something." Yeah. And and I remember that. And I and I held that to myself. I think I think when I bombed, I told this story a thousand times. But I remember when I bombed and I went home, my mom and Fred were sitting on the couch. They didn't know what I did, but I had these herringbone pants on. You know, herringbone <laughs> what the cooks wear? Yeah, yeah. That herringbone and then I had a uh, patent leather shoes on. I had this mauve like purple and and mustard yellow tie and an oversized white button-up shirt sounds horrible by the way oh bro but it was 1990 1990 1989 1990 so it was right right when i got out of school you know what i mean it was that was the fact i was good that was in had my hair i looked like you know joey from friends whatever you know what i mean (laughs) and uh i don't even know who joey is (laughs) Uh, but anyways, uh, I bombed so bad. And I remember I wanted to cry, bro. I had this poster of Eddie Murphy raw right next to my bed. And I remember I was just, I wanted to cry. I was like, what the fuck was that? What just happened? And my mom, no one knew. No one knew I did this. No one knew that I I entered this competition thing. Isn't that funny? My sister Rowena was in it. And no one knew I was in, I did it and I bombed so bad. And then, uh, I had to pencil in a mustache. Anyways, um, I remember saying to myself, Eddie bombed five times. I remember saying that when I laid down in bed. So I went right to bed, by the way. <laughs> I think it was like, I think the, the show was at 8. I went up on stage at like 8.20. I was in bed at like 9.14. Like, I was done. I was like, I'll just wake up tomorrow and start and my life again. this will be over. Yeah. Tomorrow's a new day. <laughs> Got that out of the way. Night, night. Good night. He pulls the sheets up to his chair. Doopy doo. <laughs> You know what? Before I went on stage, in my head, I went to the to the bathroom and I had all these papers, uh, my, my, what I wrote down to, for jokes. And in my head, this is the funniest shit, Trey. In my head, while I was on stage, like it was such like a cliche moment in my head. Like I'm on stage and some guy from backstage is on the phone. Like you're not gonna believe who I'm watching right now. This kid is amazing. <laughs> You need to get down here fast. He's lighting it up. Like that's in my head. That's how I thought. That's how I thought the right. evening was going to be. Right, right. We found the next best thing, man. Like, I swear to God. Right. Bro. Huh. First joke, nothing. <laughs> Fucking throat tightened up. My tongue kept stuck into sticking to the top of my my mouth. I did like a condom joke that didn't fly. I did a condom joke. I need to find that that paper, but I did a condom joke and it it was it fell so flat. Like I don't even think I I think the only word that came out of my mouth was condom. <laughs> and then all of a sudden like I started doing another joke and then my tongue I started tugging like that cuz my tongue started sticking to the roof of my mouth and I couldn't talk, right? And the lady from the audience goes, you should put a condom on your tongue. <laughs> and then I just went, ha! Because they all laughed at her. And you're like, why didn't I think of that? I go, that was genius. 
And then in my head, I ca- I picked up the stage phone. And I was like, you're not going to believe who's in the audience. This woman is amazing. She's killing it right now. It was so bad. But I'm glad I did it, man. I'm glad I did it, dude. That was the best moment of my life, man. You know, I went back to that bar and that... that it's on Eastern and Tropicana. Okay. It's a little bar right there, man. And uh, it's a little bar right on the corner of Eastern and Tropicana. And if you walk in, the stage is still there, bro. It's yeah. under new owners and stuff. It's all refaced. Do they still do? Uh, like, was, was it an open mic that you were doing? or was it? No, it was, was a it? part of a competition. Oh, it was a competition. Okay. And this competition would sell the idea to all these local bars. Get it? Yeah. And 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 what would happen is like yeah it's a bringer show you know what I mean right, right. but we're called blah 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 and uh, they'll bring people to your your venue and right. so all these bars local bars would book it yeah and that's how we did the preliminary rounds you know what I'm saying right, right, and then right. each round you you would and you know this and this is when I knew the fucking show was bullshit because I got a phone call and the and they said that the the manager of the bar said that hey. <laughs> They said you did really well, uh, really well, and you advanced to the next round. I was like, "Man, go fuck yourself!" <laughs> no, I did it. They just want me to pay twenty bucks again. Right, right. So in that moment, if you wouldn't have had that, you know, the uh, the wisdom that Eddie Murphy, you whatever you saw, whatever you read, if you, I, had, I if you I, hadn't had that, would you have? How would what would have gone through your mind in that moment? You think like would you have been like, "Oh, I picked the wrong." No, I, I still would have done it. Still done yeah, it. I, I was so in love with comedy, man. I was so in love with comedy. I was like, I'm going to be a stand-up comic. This is this is my passion. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to pursue my passion. That's yeah. something I tweeted out the other day. Pursue your passion. Saw that. If that if you're passionate about something, why aren't you pursuing it, man? If you're in love with it. Why is that a? Why can you do that it, 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 with a woman? If you if you love her, you pursue mm. her, right? It's the same motivation. Or if you're in love with a man, whatever, whatever right. the case is, whoever you're in love with, you pursue it, right? Right. So then pursue it. You love it, pursue it. I don't get it. What makes you stop? I was I was talking to Amy the other day about Little Joe, and Little Joe likes to jump over shit. He's been doing it since he was thirteen. Mm-hmm. He sees something, I'm a jump, he jumps over it. See something tall, he, he jumps over it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because in his head, he can see himself jumping over shit. That's the mind of a kid. They're <laughs> right. superheroes. Right. They, they, th- they believe they can fly. They honestly think they can fucking fly. Right. If you give me the opportunity, I'll show you. I can fly, Dad. I'm telling you. But then, there, but then something clicks in our head. Is it us? Is it you, Dre? Is it you? Are you the one that told them not to do it anymore and that's what discourages them? The kids? Yes. Because out of experience, we know. Because I tripped on a rock and broke my three front teeth. And that- so every time I see my son jump, I go, God damn it. Right. I get so mad. Yeah. I go, what happens if, your front, if the front of your toe catches the front of that thing and then you fall head first? I think and that is. And then I'm is- discouraging him. No, I think that is what it is. I mean, I think it's part of it at least. So we're, we're dream to- killers. We st- yeah, we are. Yeah. I mean, not I mean, in the have... sense not in the sense that we would steal their dreams from them, but what I'm saying is, there's well, other things that they want to do, and then we take that away. Well, here's the thing: we start going. You got to be realistic. Yeah, we start telling kids that. Yeah, being realistic is f- for old people. It is. It's not for kids. It isn't. 
And once you start telling kids you got to be realistic, guess what they start doing? They start limiting themselves. Yeah. They just start going, oh, well, yeah, that's not realistic. Yeah, that's not real. That's me, not that's not reality. Yeah, let me let me find a way to make a paycheck. Yeah. And be miserable for the next 50 years of my life. <laughs> <laughs> let me die working. Yeah. Hell no, dude. Yeah. And that's reality that, sucks. <clears throat> Live in that dream world. You ever have a dream and wake up and go, "Fuck!" God damn it! Thanks, alarm clock. You just fucked me out of one of the greatest dreams of my life. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let me go to Starbucks. <laughs> let me go to Coffee Bean. Yeah. That's my reality. Right. Doesn't mean you have to sit in that reality, you guys. When you wake up, the, that doesn't mean that, that it stops. Your dream stops. Maybe your dream is telling you something. You know what I mean? Maybe when you fall asleep, your brain's still active. And it's like, hey, man, you remember when you wanted to do this shit? Right. Well, when you wake up and go to Starbucks or Coffee Bean or whatever that fucking bullshit routine that you always do. Mind you, I want everyone to know that's what I do every fucking morning. <laughs> I don't want you to think I'm shitting on you either. <laughs> I do it too. I do it every goddamn morning. I get a sweet iced fucking coffee. My breath smells like Folgers the whole goddamn day. But you know what? I still keep going, man. I still think of shit and I make that fucking thing happen. I don't mean to be cursing all the time. But the reality doesn't have to start right when you wake up, man. You can, I mean, the dream doesn't have to stop when you wake up. Right. Your reality can be a dream. Ooh, that's creepy. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tweet that like out. That, like that. Your reality can be a dream, bro. And you don't have to hit it out, right? Put that on a shirt. Hell yeah! <laughs> Put that on a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Chris is on one today. I know. You're on fire today, bro. Thanks, man. Yeah. <laughs> we appreciate that, guys. I feel good. You look good too, man. You do look good. Ah, oh, thank you. Yeah, man. Um, I was gonna say. And you don't have to try to knock it out of the park in one day. Yeah. You know no, I mean? you don't. But, but you just got to walk to the park. Piece, How's that? Piece by piece, man. Quit walking by the ballpark. Start walking towards it. Just start putting the pieces together. Put it together, brah. Yeah, man. Tell you what. You guys sit on that and we'll be right back. More Koi Pond. Dre, I love you. Love you. And we're back, babies. I like what you said. You don't have to be in the ballpark. Yeah, man. Sometimes, okay, do you hate it when people are too preachy? Because I don't like it. I hate it. No, I hate it. Absolutely. I hate it. Absolutely don't hate tell it. me what to fucking do. Right. But is it because we're we're for, th- this is going to sound stupid. I, I don't even like talking like this. But do you think we hate it because we already know it, we live it? Everything that you're telling uh, us, uh, everything that you're preachy, preachy about, we, we already live it. So don't tell me that. Maybe. That might be. That might be some truth to that. But. I just think in general people don't like preachy people. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you know I, mean? I don't want I don't want anyone to stop listening to me because I'm preachy. Don't do that. <laughs> I just I just I just like to throw out a little motivational shit yeah. every now and then. Yeah. Well, I mean you I, I you've become increasingly passionate about inspiring people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Damn. Look so, at, did you hear that, Chris? Did you hear what Dre said? I missed that. Okay. <laughs> I am on the show, Chris. I, by the way. Dre, I know you are, man. Trey fired himself uh, a month ago, and then he came back two weeks ago. He rehired him. He rehired. <laughs> 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 ah, he rehired I'm, himself. I am my own HR department. He is, bro. 
You should see him interview himself. It's so funny <laughs> and creepy at the same time. So what? What? What is it? What? What? What is it that you said? T- say it again. Oh, I said that Joe has become increasingly passionate about inspiring people. Increasingly passionate about inspiring. There's nothing wrong so. with that, right? Look, after every koi pond, I feel inspired. Okay, I feel good. good. I don't want to feel too preachy, though. You're not. You're not. Because it's not. You're not telling us what to do. You're using your own experiences and just showing how it could work. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And then I put the pieces together in my head. Nice. Yeah. So I love it. You're not. You're not spoon feeding it to us or anything. We're we're figuring it out on our own. Okay. Too. Cool. Yeah. Because I still want everyone to have fun and listen to the show. Yeah. <laughs> Kaylin, I think that is so cool what you're doing. Thank you. Yeah, man, no, that's looking, badass. Looking because forward to it wa- and scared shitless at the same time. Watch what happens afterwards. It's crazy. Well, it's the it's crazy what stand up gives you. It gives you the most unbelievable confidence. This is a little different of a scenario because we're doing a live show from another podcast uh-huh. called for Crying Out Loud. So the audience does kind of already know who I am. Okay, like, I'm not going to be a complete stranger to them. So there is kind of already a built in audience. That's cool, but still, you're going to do stand up though, correct? Or are you sitting down with a microphone in front of well, you? Well, what as I a did pop? was I essentially took like my main bit from my stand up, yeah, like my funniest part, and and took it out, and I'm going to tell it as a story. Oh, so it's okay. kind of story form, and I also got a, a bit that I want to play with the audience with. Okay, so. cool. All right, so uh, well, then tell me when you do stand up. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then we'll we'll reconvene. And we'll then everything back. that I said at the beginning of the show, <laughs> I'll say again. <laughs> right now, I'm retracting it because <laughs> Kaylin is cheating. And it's not cheating. <laughs> no, no, it's like it's still it's still it's still going to be hard. Yeah, but it's going to be a little it's. It's going to be cushiony for you. It's going to be cushiony. You need to sit in the fire, man, the fire pit. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm hoping this will give me You need that stake. You know that stake that they show in the cartoons where the person is (laughs) tied to a stake and there's fire around you? That's what stand-up feels like. You have nowhere to go. Yeah. And you get burnt if you you move forward. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) any wrong move, you get burnt. That's what what open mic feels like. The funniest thing I hear comedians say is is when they think they have five minutes. And they have 45 seconds. Oh, they don't even have 45 seconds. You got 14 <laughs> seconds. And that's usually, hi, my name is Kalen. But that's fine. I'm not trying to discourage you. I want all three of you to do it. Even Chris Loxamana. We are going to do it. Yeah, yeah we are going to do we it. Put a show yeah. together. We are going to do it. I can't yeah. wait. I It'll cannot wait. It'll be so much fun. I digress. Joe. Yes, sir. So you have doing new things. When's your cooking show coming out? Because I saw a Dude. video of you making some chicken adobo. And I'd watch I'd watch thirty minutes of that a day. Yes. Make a cooking show. Should I? Yeah, man. That was the highest views I've ever gotten. Really? On Instagram, yeah. I think I don't I think I got three hundred and fifty thousand impressions. People love food videos, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah, those are high. Isn't that one as long those? as you're creative. Yeah. I hate annoying cooking videos. Yeah. Can't stand them. I like it when they're like like, cause that that wasn't adobo, Chris. That was like my version, my take on it. I know. I've never seen anybody cook it like that. Yeah, and now you know everyone's been DMing me, like what what I taught them. They're they're doing it. Yeah, and I'm like, holy shit. Okay, <laughs> hope the Filipino community doesn't get mad. All right. Yeah, threw away grandma's recipe. I'm doing Joe Coy's recipe yeah, now. I just put brown sugar in that shit. <laughs> you gonna have all the Lola's tripping? <laughs> all the Lola's. What the fuck is she doing? Do, you don't put adobo in the oven. What the fuck is she doing? Brown sugar? That's 
Teriyaki chicken. Is <laughs> that Japanese? Puntangana. Who is this Jackie? Jackie. Who's Jackie? Yo, guess what? So my Ati Evelyn is the one that named me Jokoy. Because Jokoy is my, my, my stage name. My real name is Joseph Glenn Herbert. And when you're an open micer, that's a rough name to come up to. <laughs> Just saying. Kalen, you got a cool name. Thank you. Kalen is a cool fucking name. Dre, right. uh, everyone knows Dre is a good one. Chris is good. All right. Chris is good. <laughs> Anything with a k, those kind of k words are fucking killer on stage. Mm. That's why the word fuck is so good when, in a joke. It's just something about the audience. When they hear yeah. it, they just react, right? It's a powerful right. word. Anyways, Joseph Glenn Herbert isn't a fun name to come up to. <laughs> and, um, and my aunt was calling me Jokoy my whole life. Jokoy, Jokoy. So I never thought of Joe Coy, you know what I mean? Because that's how you say it phonetically. But when you hear it from my old aunt, right. it sounds like a funny word in the Philippines. Jokoy, Jokoy. Me and Mona were trying to think of a name to go up to. You know, because yeah. I started doing stand up a lot. I was starting to get good at it. And then all of a sudden, we were like coming up with all these names at my aunt's house. And we were like, oh, call yourself Glenn Joseph. Call yourself Joseph. Joseph. Uh, 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 what did I say? Uh, Glenn Joseph or Joseph Glenn. Like we were right. just get, getting rid of Herbert, basically. Right. And, then, uh, and then all of a sudden, my aunt goes, Jokoy, eat. She went like that. Right. Like, and it looked like, like one of those movie moment, moments where we both look at each other and our mouths drop like, Joe Coy. That's it. That's your name. Wow. And that's how yeah. I came up with Joe Coy. Dude, the, you know, that's, um, the first time I ever heard that name, probably 2011 or something, when I started working for Adam, we were doing a live show at Spreckles Theater. You know Spreckles in San yeah, Diego? Yeah, San Diego. So I get there, and I'm talking to the guy trying to set it up, and I tell him what we need for a set of just a mic and thing, and they go, oh, and he gets on his mic, his, uh, his intercom and goes, we're doing the Joe Coy setup. And Hilarious. that's what they called it there. And I was like, what is that? And like, oh, there's a comedian named Joe Coy. And I had to look you up just because of, of your name. What? And that's how wow. I found out who you were. That's a cool story. Yeah, they called it the Joe Coy setup at and that, that theater. And that was 2000 what? Like 11. That's badass. They called it the Joe Coy setup. You have a setup. That's cool. Not many people have a setup. No, I guess I do. Yeah, your signature sound. We, we wow. took it. Wow. All I have is a microphone and a stool. Yep, got it. <laughs> What was I getting at? What was my story, Chris? What was I talking about? Oh, your name. My name, but why was I talking about my name? Oh, man. We were talking about the cooking show, then then we went into your name. Oh, yeah, we were just... Oh, yeah. oh, oh, anyways. Uh, yeah, because I was talking about old Filipino moms. Mm -hmm. Well, my, my aunt is the one that named me Jokoy. Okay, so that was, what, almost 30 years ago or 28 years ago when, you know, when I finally went with Jokoy. Yeah. But... My whole life, I never knew what the fuck she meant. I thought she was just because she calls. It's so funny, man. She names all of us nicknames. So my Ati Lin, she called Lengoy, Lengoy, and then uh, my Ati Bell, she calls Tita Bang. My my her daughter Mona, she calls her Mona Gay or Mona Gaysa, right? So or sometimes she just calls her Gaysa or Gay. It's just nicknames. She never calls mm -hmm. us by our real names. And then mine was Jokoy. So I'm sitting there, and this just happened this, this past weekend. Okay. We were out there, and uh, we're eating uh, at this restaurant, and, uh, and, I, and, and I go, well, I was asking her, why did you come up with all these nicknames? And she's just being cute. She's an old Filipino lady, and she's like, ah, she's Lengoy. She's, she's, uh, she's crazy, so I called her Lengoy. She's crazy. That was her okay. excuse for calling her Lengoy. Uh -huh. I forgot what she called her, but um, – and then – Bang, bang. Oh, because she's bang, bang. She's my bang. Right? And then she's Kesa. 
And then I go, well, why'd you call me Joe Coy? Bro, you know I never knew why she called me Joe Coy. Isn't that crazy? You never never knew what I the meaning? I never knew. It's been 28 years. Wow. I've had this nickname as my... I mean, I, people and you call use me it Joe as Coy. A stage name. It's not yeah. only my stage name, but it's my life. Like when I walk down the streets, people yell my name out, and I I respond to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's me. And you know what her excuse? What it was? She goes, "I'm saying Joe Cole. Joe Cole. Cole means mine. Ah. She, you're my Joe. Ah. That's what I call you. You're my Joe. You're my Joko. I called you Joko. <laughs> and so then she sweet. put the Y at the end of it. Just for to give a twist. Yeah. But you're my Joko. You're my Joe. Jokoi. You're mine. Wow. And I'm like, what? And I, I like I got teary eyed. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, that's so <laughs> no, that's cool though. Because you know, yeah. I've been having interviews and, and I never had it uh, like an authentic answer. Right. I just knew that that's what she said to me, but I didn't know the definition. Right. And and I and I even told I, I told people that she nicknamed all my family members and, and mine was just Joe Coy. And you know, I, I get interviews and, and, and people are like, oh yeah, you know, in, in blah blah blah, it means jokester. Right. And, and that's probably why she named you that, right? And I'm like, no, that's not why. <laughs> and then uh, uh, another guy, uh, oh, Ronnie over at Pixar, he did this interview and he's like, well, you know, a, a fictitious character, it, it's like a sea dragon, is called Joe Coy. And I'm like, well, yeah, I mean, as beautiful as that sounds, that's not it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I never had the answer. And then she told me, she goes, I'm saying Joe Cole. And then I put a Y at the end, but I'm saying you're my Joe. Wow. You're my Joe. Aww. Oh, that's really sweet. And you know what? And you All hear these- from an old, she's got silver hair, and it's just this old Filipino lady. You just want to cry. You know what I mean? You're like, oh. Yeah. Well, that's cool, though. I mean, especially at this stage of, you know, of your career. Yeah. And what that name has meant to you, yeah. to and for you, to finally hear that—that's that's, kind of cool. And all the all of all of your fans who have this, who share this connection with you, have unknowingly been saying, "You're, You're my mine. Joe." Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Yep. I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know something else about my Ati Avalon? She's the first and only Filipino to represent the Philippines in the Olympics. Hello. I think, I think you Floor told routine. Yeah. Gymnastics. That's right. Google her. That's right. Yeah. Google it. Wow. In fact, I'll give you all of the uh, uh, information that you guys can look up. That's pretty cool, right? Yeah, that's cool. I, got a, I have a question. Yes, sir. kind of off the subject here, but since I have a couple Filipinos in the building, I have a question yeah. for you. If you are a nurse. Oh, boy. Yeah, that is that is a first of all right away. Did you see Chris's right, head right away, on the corner? Yeah, yeah. When you heard nurse, right away when you said nurse, all of the Filipino ears started buzzing. <laughs> <laughs> this question is for us. Please speak. If you are a nurse uh-huh. and you continue in nursing school, yes, to get your PhD. Ooh, are you then? Are you a doctor or are you a nurse? You'll always be a nurse. See? But now you're a doctor. Chris, what, I, you, what did you take? I'm with Joe. You're, you're a nurse. You're, you're still a nurse. You're That's just... what I said. Everybody told me that you're a doctor. Well, you're not. You're, you're a doctor in, as far as like education because you got your doctorate, but you're a nurse. No, no, like, no. What your, kind of doctor? You hold on, Chris. A doctor of nurse, doctorate of nursing. Oh, shit. Are you a nurse or are you a doctor? You're a doctor. You're a doctor of nursing. You're a doctor nurse. Ooh, that's a TV show. <laughs> 
I'd watch it. I'd watch it. <laughs> I saw this because a friend of ours that, or well, not a friend of ours, but a high school classmate of ours, she just got her PhD in nursing. Wow. And I was like, is she a doctor or is she a nurse? What, what, wow, that's that a good her? one, man. What that make her? That's one. Fuck, I'm going to tweet that out. Kaylin, what's your take? Is a is a nurse a doctor? Well, to me, they're doctors. Like if 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 there was, if but there she was, can't perform doctor duties. But if there was like some kind, if someone, if you, if a nurse was on a plane and yes. someone fell over and was like, "Is there a doctor here?" She, and, but all she was better was not. She, she better cannot, not get up. She cannot. She better no. not get up. No. I'll kick her. Like, I'll nurse. kick her with my good leg. <laughs> Yeah, she gets a, a doctor from like a, who has a doctor from archaeology or something. <laughs> I'm, I'm also a doctor. <laughs> like you can't do that. You can't do that. I'm a doctor. Can you imagine? <laughs> I'm a doctor of fine arts. What seems to be the problem here? And you start sketching the problem. Well, this is what you look like. Look at this ail. Look at this ailment. Imagine that guy's wife, like, oh God, please don't get up. Don't yeah. you? Ah, <laughs> uh, right here. No. God, yeah, right here. Yeah, no. Please. Honey, I gotta do it. I gotta do it. I'm no. a doctor. Don't you do it. I'm don't a you get up. You doctor. Keep your hand down. Don't disrespect don't. me, honey. Not you keep now. That seat belt he's he's choking. On. He's it's choking. Okay. I'm gonna choke. go help him. You can't do anything I, about I'm it. I gotta. It's a fucking pretzel. I'll no. do the I'll do the Heimlich. You don't the know the Heimlich. Oh, Heimlich. Whatever. You don't. I'm gonna do it. Just kiss me. Give me a kiss. Give me a kiss. Give me a kiss. Give me a kiss. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll be right back. No, no, you stay. Oh, God damn it! I got. <laughs> I'm a doctor. <laughs> that was good. That was too funny. Oh man, we got to rap. We have to rap. Anyways, go watch Deadpool. Deadpool 2. <laughs> okay. Oh, it's so good. It's so good, man. I was crying really? laughing. Man, yeah. please go. Okay. Please go. I will. I'm not into action movies like that, whatever they're called. What are that? Superhero movies? Superhero. I'm not, yeah. I've never been into them. Right. Uh, this is amazing. Really? This is for everybody to watch. Yeah. Hands down. It feels like a throwback to Naked Gun 20, uh, 33 and a third, oh. where it's just, it's just <laughs> talking to the camera and oh, off yeah. script and making fun of actors. And it, yo, really? it's, yes, even the credits are funny. Yeah. It, 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 it takes is, a superhero movie, turns that. it upside down, shakes it around. Uh, like it's, it's its own thing. It's, it's its own thing, man. It's so good, dude. Yeah, I gotta see it's that. literally for people that aren't into superhero movies. It's literally for that audience. And I got one more thing before I wrap it up. You ready for this? Denzel Washington never did a sequel in his life. All his movies are just solo hits. And right. it never came back. There's no Man on Fire 2. There's no Malcolm X 2. You can't. But you know what I mean? That- <laughs> there could have been. There could have been like the earlier years. It could have been a prequel. Okay. Okay, anyways. Uh, <laughs> Malcolm X. <laughs> Bro, Equalizer. They'll try it, by the way. By the way. They'll try that. They, they should. Equalizer. I saw that years ago, and I was like, damn, this movie is like Man on Fire on dope. crack. Dope, right? And he finally made a sequel. This is his first sequel of all time, and it's Equalizer 2, right? Mm-hmm. The fucking trailer is the shit. Right. Okay. If you've never seen Equalizer, go rent it, okay, or buy it. 
It's it's Denzel's best action oh, movie dope. of all time, yeah. right? And I can't wait for Equalizer 2. But anyways, what I'm getting at with this whole uh, superhero thing, I don't understand why the Equalizer isn't a fucking X-Man. I could see that. Why? I could see that. If you want to put a spin on a movie, have Denzel... This he I've never seen an action movie where the guy kills everybody and never gets punched in the face right. and you believe it like Equalizer. <laughs> when you watch it, you're like, yeah, he literally did just beat the shit out of 17 guys and he didn't get a scratch. Right. And he did it in every fight scene. Right. Like even Jackie Chan was like, oh, not this time, but I'll be back for you, asshole. Denzel. Did that Denzel walk out of every scene? <laughs> right, and um, I think that'd be a cool twist. That would be like you see Wolverine pop up, you see Deadpool, you see like all these cats pull up, and then last you just see Denzel like in his button-up short sleeve <laughs> and some book. <laughs> he's got Moby Dick in his hand, and he's like, "You guys ready to do this?" <laughs> And then it just cuts to black. That would be the greatest X-Men movie ever. Denzel, bro. Right. Let's go. Equalizer is an X-Men. All right, you guys. This was fun. I had a blast. Koi Pond, enjoy your life. Are you going to wait for tomorrow? Or are you going to make shit happen today? That question's for you. So go do it. Let's I love get you. it. She would tell me stories how she used to hang on Queen Street. I thought, well, that's ironic, cause she looked royal. But I paid no mind, cause she was acting like she needs me. I thought I had no time, so I would make her way. Yeah. Now who'd have thought that?